guys, welcome back to another episode of That's My Personal Business. It is December. How is it the last month of 2020, you guys? This year has been the longest yet shortest year I have ever encountered. It has been so wild, but we're finally in the last month and it is my favorite month of the year because obviously it's Christmas. I love the holidays. I know they'll look so different this year. I won't be with my family, but I'm so excited for the holidays. And then for selfish reasons, I do love December because it is my birthday month. And I'm not really that person that celebrates their birthday that much, but it is fun to have my little day in December and then have the holidays shortly after. So I'm excited for this month and I'm turning 25, which when this episode airs, I will be turning 25 in a couple days. And it's nuts because I know 25 is not old. So if you're older than 25, please don't think I'm calling you old because it's not old. I have so many friends who are way older than me and I never think they're old. But for some reason, 25 just feels old for me. And I think it's because it's halfway through the decade, a decade that I started really horribly (laughs) with a lot of hardship, not horribly, but I started this decade with a lot of hardship. And so because it's been five years, because it's been half a decade, because it feels like such a big birthday, I had this idea to write a letter to five years ago me, to 20-year-old me. And I extended the challenge to all of you and you guys sent in so many beautiful thoughts and portions of your letters and so many incredible things. And I feel like it was just so therapeutic. And so today... I know today's episode is going to be an emotional one. I am already prepping for it. I've been like so jittery to record this one because I am so excited about it. But I'm also like, have you ever gone into like something where you're like, I know I'm going to cry. So there's no way I'm leaving this experience without crying. So that's kind of nerve wracking. So I'm just going to ask for your grace and love as I inevitably cry while doing this little project with you. So... I wrote a letter to 20-year-old me because after the last year, as I enter year 25, as I've wrapped up this really intense 24th year that has been filled with so much light and happiness and growth and healing, it just feels like this has easily been the most significant year of my life. And so I wanted to write a letter to 20-year-old me because, gosh, she needs some she needs some love. I feel like it's kind of how in therapy you do like child work and her child work and kind of protecting and loving and healing your child self. I feel like 20 year old me needs that too. And so I had this idea and I wrote this letter, I think like a week or two ago. And honestly, I didn't let myself read it again. So I don't really remember a lot of what I wrote down. I just kind of tried to sit in the sun, have a spiritual moment and just like write out to 20 year old me. And then I made the decision that I wasn't going to read it again until I read it to you guys, aka maybe a good idea, maybe not a good idea, maybe definitely a teary, tear-inducing, crying-inducing idea. So that's what we're doing today. We're just like, we're giving ourselves some love five years ago. And before I read this, I just want you to take a moment to send five years ago you some love. I don't know what you need to say to five years ago you. I don't know what five years ago you was experiencing or needing, but I bet they needed some love. And I think that that is what I really want people to take out of this episode. And I'm super excited to share my letter, parts of your letters, the answers that you guys sent in on my story polls. I, but I think we all just need some love. We all need love at all times. So 
I'm excited to kind of dive into this with you guys and I want you to give five years ago you some love. I want you to give right now you some love because I think I'm going to make this a tradition, maybe even honestly every year. I think it'd be so awesome to come back in a year and listen to this episode. What's up, future Eden? I hope you're happy. You better be happy or I'm going to be mad at you. Try to figure it out. Be happier, not happy, but happier than you are now. I hope you're doing well, girl. Anyway, you guys don't need me to hear me talk to future me that much, but I'm excited to listen to this in a year and do this again and give 24-year-old Eden, 25-year-old Eden some love on my 26th birthday. So for now, we're talking to 20-year-old Eden five years ago, and let's go. Let's do this. Let's read this letter that I have been so nervous to read again. Here we go. Okay, I wrote it on November 20th, so a good 20 days before my 25th birthday. Hi, 20-year-old Eden. There's so many things I want to say to you, and I will, but first of all, I want to say that I love you. I'm so proud of you. I forgive you. Oh no, I'm going to cry. Just forgiving 20-year-old Eden makes me want to cry. I know you're doing your best, and Eden, you're about to make the biggest mistake of your life, but please make it anyway. You're about to embark on the most painful years of your life. Oh no, you guys, my crying voice is the worst. Like, I mostly get embarrassed to cry in front of people because my crying voice is so bad. Years that are going to crush you, hurt you, push you, test you. You're going to wonder if they'll kill you. They won't. Not gross. We love all emotions here. You hold a strength inside of you that you won't know exists until you're forced to use it. There will be moments, days, weeks, months, and years that are going to destroy you. The next few years are going to strip you of everything down to your core. But this is when you'll come alive again. All right, maybe this should have been a personal activity, but you know, it's fine. It's on the podcast now. (laughs) But this is when you'll come alive again. When you've lost everything, when you've been wrecked down to your foundation, you'll get to start again. You have so much magic inside you and it will take losing everything to find it. You're going to wonder if it's worth it and it is. You're going to wonder if you'll make it. You will. You're going to dream of a life. You think you'll never have, but you will. Thank you for what you're about to do. Oh my gosh, yikes. I hope you guys are still my friend after listening to this. You're going to dream of a life you'll think you'll never have, you will. Thank you for doing what you're about to do. It's the catalyst for the most beautiful, light-filled, free, and safe life. The life of your literal dreams. It's going to feel like the biggest mistake of your life, but maybe it's not. I'd never be here without it. You've got this. You have strength beyond your belief. Take it one step at a time. I can't wait for you to see year 24. Wow. All right. Well, it's like a really good thing that I did not record my face reading that. Thanks, November 20th, Eden. Jeez. But that's it. That's for 20-year-old Eden. And I hope that something was hopefully said that you guys maybe need to hear and you need to send back to five years ago, you. But it was such a therapeutic activity for me to do because I think... I think we always have a past version of ourselves that even subconsciously we kind of maybe resent for making certain decisions. And I know that I definitely have that. And it's 20-year-old Eden. She made some decisions that created a life that caused a lot of problems, like I said. And But I'm really grateful for her. And I forgive her for making those decisions. And I'm thankful. I'm honestly so grateful she made those decisions. I wouldn't be here without them. So 
if you haven't done the five-year challenge yet, let this be your challenge to you now to do it. Even if you don't get to send it in to be on this podcast episode, it's so therapeutic and I think everyone should do it. But I want to kind of read through some of your guys's. I have two little clips, two little snippets of letters that people sent in. And the first one, we'll start first with, you know, my twin flame, BFF Abigail, who I'll probably cry reading hers too. So maybe I shouldn't have read hers first, but here we go. She just sent in a quick little snippet. The next five years are going to wreck you. I won't lie, but they are more necessary than you will ever understand. They will teach you the lessons you need to become the person you are meant to be. You will endure more rejection, dismissal, and belittling than you can process. You will think it's normal, but it's not normal, but it's necessary. I know these five years are going to suck, and I know that it's not fair, and you didn't do anything to deserve it. You do not deserve any of the mistreatment, stress, or constant confusion that you are about to face. It's just what had to happen. But there's so much light and love at the end of this. You will be so strong. You will be so resilient. You will find your people, but most importantly, you will find yourself. Oh, that last line gives me literal chills because I think that is one of the most beautiful things that we can say to ourselves when we endure past hardships or trials or trauma is to look back on it and be like, hey, it might suck, but you're so strong and you made it out of every bad day. You've made it out of every trial and you will find so many things. And most importantly, you will find yourself. We never enter into trials or into hard periods without coming out a better, more resilient person. And I think that is so beautiful. Okay, the second one is from Casey Crow Taylor. And she shared this on her story, even with a photo of herself from five years ago, which I just, I love seeing. It's so emotional to see photos of yourself from five years ago too. It's so, and like to think of what you were going through. So, okay, let me read Casey's. She says, 2015 Casey, I wish I could warn you that the next 15 months of your life are going to be the most difficult you've ever endured. I know you're just a few months into trying to get pregnant, and each month you cry into a bowl of spaghetti when you get your period. You're stronger than you think, and spaghetti really does make things better. Eat more spaghetti, okay? Your intuition told you to turn down your dream job at the creative team at one of the biggest beauty houses in the world so that you can pursue a new adventure in Washington, D.C., And you will soon feel betrayed by your intuition, and it will not be the last time. And the tough kicker here is that sometimes it needs to get way worse before it gets way better. And you are so, so, so much stronger than you think. Keep looking for the light, and you will eventually be surrounded by it. And I have left the best for last because in five years' time, you will have everything you've ever dreamed of and more. Just keep swimming. Oh, I have full body chills when I read Casey's letter to herself. Just these lines. I'm reading them again because they're so good. The tough kicker is that sometimes it needs to get way worse before it gets way better. And you are so much stronger than you think. Keep looking for the light and you will eventually be surrounded by it. Oh, I just cannot. I will like want that framed. I want it hanging above my bed. Keep looking for the light and eventually you will be surrounded by it. I think that is one of the most beautiful things about hindsight is that sometimes things do get way worse and this is one of my favorite things about Casey too on a side note is that she's so awesome at walking the line between toxic positivity and being strong and overcoming things and she's so good about being like it doesn't need to be pretty all the time sometimes things do get way worse but you're so strong and you will be surrounded by so much light if you keep looking for it and I think that is so beautiful and such a beautiful thing that we can extend to our past selves in hindsight And so 
to wrap this up and to keep going, we're actually not even to wrap it up. I'm sure this is going to go for a minute longer. I want you one before we move into this next section. I want you to just take a minute. I don't know if you need to pause this podcast episode, if you need to write it down so you remember to do it after this podcast episode, but I want you to write a little love note to yourself five years ago. Please do it. It's so therapeutic. Your past self deserves that love, that forgiveness, that encouragement, whatever it is that it needed, you needed five years ago. Give it to yourself now. So I decided because I got a few people to send in their letters, but not a ton. I posted all my stories and I just said, what's something that you would tell yourself five years ago? And I loved this. I love doing questions on Instagram stories because especially when they're deeper questions, because you almost force people to condense their thoughts into little snippets because, you know, they're just the tiny boxes that don't fit everything. And so it was so beautiful to get such a wide variety of people submitting things that they would have told themselves five years ago. And so I just want to read through them, kind of talk about them, unpack them a little. So one, don't stop what you're doing. It'll pay off and you're going to get a lot further than you think, which I love this. How many times have we nearly stopped projects that now are like our lifeblood? I love that so much. Two, question everything always literally a staple question everything that is like one of my favorite things ever three release your pain and be free and keep those friends close they are genuine four stick up for yourself and be confident five stop looking for attention from boys love comes from within which i love that we all need that all the time just a reminder that the best love comes from ourself that's the best love Ugh. Uh, maybe not the best love, but one of the best loves. Eh, is there a best love? Actually, let's think about this. I don't think there is a best love, but it is one of the best loves is love for yourself because you are the only person that you are guaranteed. I'm sorry, but it's true. You are the only person that is guaranteed to be with you forever. So it's best to love yourself now. Six, everything is going to be okay. I know it feels like it never will, but I promise it will. Seven, keep going. There's light on the other side of this darkness and you will be okay. Eight, actually, I'm not counting these. I will lose track. Next. <laughs> Dude, go get yourself some antidepressants ASAP, which I love this one because I love people normalizing medication. Sometimes our brains don't work. Sometimes our chemicals don't work. Get on any medication that you need. Talk to a professional and get yourself help. Be kind to yourself chase your version of success not someone else's which that one's so beautiful and been such a game changer for me and my business is to be okay with like if I'm happy that's what matters if I feel successful that's what matters it doesn't need to look like someone else's success stop holding yourself back because of fear soon your life will be beautiful keep going I'm proud of you oh you guys there is such a power in just talking to yourself five years ago and being like hey I'm proud of you I think that is one of the most beautiful things we can give our past selves. Things will get way harder, but things will also get way more beautiful. It begins to balance. Ooh, and I love balance. Just like an equilibrium that sometimes it's not going to be happy. Sometimes it's not going to be all beautiful. There's just got to be a balance. Oh, also that confidence looks and feels so much better than you. Be free to be totally you. Oh, I love that, you guys. I know that we get scared to be ourselves because it feels like other people are going to judge us, but nothing looks better on you than confidence. Nothing feels better than being confident in yourself. I would tell myself that quality is better than quantity when it comes to friends. I love that. Don't give so much of you slash your time to those who don't value it and spend more time with those who do. That's 
beautiful. Again, I know I talk about this all the time, but we have such limited time in our lives, you guys, and it's best to just quality, 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 because we don't even know the quantity that we're going to have as far as time goes. Don't plan your wedding for the week before finals of your last semester of college. That... (laughs) honestly that's we need some comic relief that I can't even imagine how stressful that would be people will dislike you for standing up for yourself and that's okay it's not a reflection of you yes we love a good realization that everyone is just projecting you can't change toxic people it's okay to remove them from your life I love that there is no shame you guys in cutting out toxic people you choose the people in your life that's what it comes down to you have limited time so be diligent and be intentional on who you give your time to and who you want to share your time on earth with it's okay to remove toxic people i love that and then this is the first one that got sent in and i loved it don't forget your self-worth that i think is such a beautiful way to wrap up this episode. I didn't even realize that that was the last one that we were going to read, but I think it is a beautiful way to wrap up this episode is that sometimes we can be a little harsh on past us. Sometimes we don't give past us enough love and sometimes we don't give present tense us enough love, but we are worth so much. We are infinite. We are worth so many beautiful loving light-filled things and that applies to us now that applies to us a week ago two weeks ago a month ago a year ago five years ago every version of us was so worthy and so capable every version of us is just doing our best and so I think that is one of the most beautiful things is that we stop giving ourselves this quota or this version of success that we need to be or looking at other people and feeling like if we don't live up or have lives that look like theirs that we're not worthy but we are we are our own versions of success as long as we are doing our best that is what matters do not forget that do not forget that you are just becoming a better version of yourself every day and one of the things that I've been trying to tell myself this honestly actually starting like a week ago is that I love the person I'm becoming. I love the person you're becoming. I don't hate myself or dislike myself for not being this perfect person yet or the woman be not perfectly being the woman that I want to be yet but I love who I'm becoming I'm becoming better every day and that is my only goal is that every day I remind myself that I'm getting better and I take actions to be better that is what it's important so I want you to give past you some love today I want you to give present tense you some love today do not forget your self-worth I love the person that you are becoming you guys I love the person you are becoming and that is what's important I love you guys thank you for being here thank you for joining us it has been an emotional episode so thanks for sticking with me while I cried Um, I have an episode coming up soon if you guys have not joined us for book club we're wrapping up 101 essays that will change the way you think by Brianna West I've linked it a couple times in my stories but grab it send in your thoughts please I want you to send in your thoughts so that I can feature you on the next podcast episode the next personal one so please send me an email to hello at Eden Straight with your thoughts on that book for our little virtual podcast book club thank you for being here this time and i will see you next time have a great week (laughs) 